Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is making smart plays with your real estate and financing game plan. Thank you to real estate attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer Law Firm for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. For your home purchase or refinance, contact Rob and Shelley at 901-752-1133. Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with show notes at jogarner.com. Throughout the show today, you're going to be hearing some stories of home buyers who have made some very smart plays and how they accomplished it. Tom King, our appraisal expert, is going to be sharing uh, his view of the market that we're about to enter into in 2020. He's going to show us how to line up uh, for a great real estate play to win. Tom King is, of course, back in the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio after juggling his many talents as a real estate appraiser, his talent at running the lights over at the Big Bellevue Baptist Singing Christmas Tree production earlier this month. Take a moment, Tom, and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the services that you offer your appraisal customers. All right, Joe, thank you very much. And I have to say right off the bat that it's football time, and I know everybody's <laughs> anxious to, to get into that. But uh, we're going to talk a little real estate here. Yeah, My name is Tom King. I'm a second-generation appraiser, and I've been in business about 45 years. I, I cover Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County in Tennessee. And uh, I do appraisals for mortgage loan uh, relocation, mainly for people that uh, just want to know what their house is worth, maybe to put it on the market. Uh, people that have found a house, maybe paying cash and want an appraisal to make sure that they're uh, paying the right amount. And also for uh, uh, people that, uh, you know, for divorce or probate or things like that. I talked to a lady today that wanted some appraisals for uh, about 15 properties for a probate judge. So uh, that's the kind of thing I do, and uh, I love it a lot. Well, you do very well at it, and you've helped a lot of our listeners, Tom, especially those that are not getting a mortgage through me, because obviously I can't dictate who the appraiser is with the mortgage company because of federal law, but a lot of people have thanked uh, me for sending you to them. Well, but, I you know, appreciate that. <laughs> absolutely. We know we're talking about making smart plays with a winning real estate and financing game plan, and it reminds me of something that Coach Mike Norvell said about college game day here in Memphis last month. Coach Norvell shared some of his philosophies and strategies about winning, and he shared a quote that he had heard several years ago or a few years ago that struck him like a lightning bolt he said he heard this quote are your habits today on par with your dreams for the future well coach norvell had his players each bring a picture to put on their lockers that represented the reason that they play to win not just to play in the nfl but 
a picture that represented the underlying reason, the why factor that gives purpose to why they want to go out and be the best version of themselves. And he said, quote, you have to have a big enough why to push through the obstacles to get you to your goal, unquote. The same principles work in life. And to determine your underlying reason or your why that motivates you, that's what's going to help you be the best version of yourself. Mike Norvell went on to talk about his football coaching philosophy, and he said, quote, evaluation is the key to success in football. Evaluate your players, your coaches, your current team. Focus on your strengths. You know, he said, assess what your needs are, what fits in your system, like speed and versatility. Prepare, put yourself in the best position, control what you can control. As I listened to Coach Norvell talk, it got me thinking that this same winning philosophy works in life. And if you want to live in a bigger house, you want to travel the world, you want to enjoy financial independence with maybe even having a passive income from real estate rental property, you have to evaluate where you are, where you want to go, and what it's going to take to get you there. Take a a page from Coach Mike Norvell's playbook and post a picture that you're going to see every day that reminds you of the reason why it is worth it to you to pay the price to get from where you are to the life that you want to live. Who or what motivates you to push out past your comfort zones to be the very best version of yourself? One of Coach Norvell's winning philosophies is to evaluate your strengths and play to those strengths. So what if you're weak in a certain area? Hey, you can work on improving it, but in the meantime, delegate, relegate, or eliminate the task that you can't do well yourself so that you can concentrate on doing the things that you do very well. If you're buying a home or restructuring your financing, if that's on your bucket list of tasks to accomplish to get you closer to your goal, let's talk. You are the star quarterback running the place. Let me be one of those coaches on the sideline giving you the inside information you need when it comes to funding, financing those dreams. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. That's right. Connect with me at jogarner.com or just give me a call the old-fashioned way. I'd love to hear your story. 901-482-0354. Tom, as an appraiser, you have had a great bird's-eye view of our real estate market here in the Mid-South. And how would you evaluate our local real estate market? And if you put on your coach's hat right now, what are some inside tips that you could give someone who wants to sell a home right now or maybe someone who wants to buy a home right now? All right, Joe, that's a great uh, question. And what I'd like to tell people is that if you want to buy a home, do it. I'd say do it right now. The time is perfect. Uh, property values have been pretty stable here lately, and uh, I, I believe they're set up to – increase quite rapidly as the summer months approach and i I tell you what if if someone's looking at a house now between uh, christmas and new year's they want to buy a house they really want to buy a house you know that's almost a panic buyer the people that are out there now they're not messing around it's a really good time to 
to uh, buy or sell real estate right now. And I think that's the, the main thing. With If values are going up, the interest rates, you never know what they're going to be, but the interest rates are at almost record lows. Which is a game, a winning game play for people who are buying real estate. That's right. That's right. So uh, that's pretty much it. The, there's very little on the market right now. And there's very few buyers. So it's almost the same scenario as if there was a lot more on the market and a lot more buyers that you would see in the uh, summer months. Well, um, you know, you and I were talking earlier about this market. There's still a lot of competition to really get ahead if you're a buyer, you know, writing, getting, having a very strong pre-qualification letter that clearly shows that the mortgage company has already reviewed your credit, already reviewed your income and asset documents, and uh, you have an approved eligible on there. That is very strong. Uh, give me a call if that's what you're looking for to kind of give you a, uh, an advantage when you're competing with other people. And Joe, people. That's, a, that's a really good point because in this day of multiple offers, they're going to look at the strongest buyer. Mm-hmm. And if you say, well, I hadn't really talked to anybody yet, and, and I don't have a commitment letter, I don't <laughs> have this, um, you're, you're going to go to the bottom of the pile and, on you know, a multiple offer situation. I'll guarantee you that. And, you know, you're on this side of it too, Tom. If you're a seller, you want to make sure that you've got the repairs done because you don't want to have to enter a second renegotiation right after you've already negotiated the contract. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do do it it today. today. When we come back, Tom King is going to be giving some more appraisal tips on what to do if your appraisal value comes back too low and a few more tips, too. So we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. Our general topic today is making smart plays with your real estate and financing game plan. All right, it's time to do our talk shop business tip for real estate pros. And Talk Shop is a marketing company offering free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or business or health and wellness. Talk Shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors and advertisers. And for more about Talk Shop, go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E. For our Talk Shop business tip today, we have Talk Shop Kaizen Award-winning business coach, Eric Yurick of Focal Point Business Coaching. We love you, Eric. Coach Eric Yurick. what is our Talk Shop business tip for real estate pros today? Hi, Joe. It's great to be with you today, and I'm really going to play this tip off what you're talking about today, which is smart plays. Smart plays start with a smart plan. Now, the word smart is more than just a word. It's an acronym. S for smart is specific. It's making sure that you are specific about what you want to achieve and why. Just like Coach Norvell talks about, it has to be specific. Um, next, the M 
is measurable. You want to make tangible pieces that you can measure to make sure you're staying on course. The third piece, the third letter is A. What you do in your plan has to be aligned to what your goals are, what your objectives are, and your why. As you set your goals, make sure your plan is realistic. Stretch is great, but make sure you put something out there that you really believe that you can achieve. And the last, make sure it's time-bound. Make sure you put deadlines that you're working towards. Whether you're talking about winning a football game, whether you're talking about a successful business or a successful real estate uh, practice, a smart plan will help you make smart plays and achieve success. Well, Eric Urich, Coach Eric, for the business owners out there and salespeople out there in our audience, what is the best way to contact you? Uh, really, two ways work. One, feel free to give me a call at 901-340-9558 or send me an email. Uh, my email address is e-e-u-r-i-c-h at focalpointcoaching.com. Coach Eric Urich, we love you over at Talk Shop. You've made a huge difference in, with our group and with the people in the group. We appreciate you so much. That's Coach Eric, business coach Eric Urich, 901-340-9558. We'll be hearing back a little bit later from Eric Urich. All right. Thank you. That was Talk Shop business coach uh, Eric Urich. He is with Focal Point Business Coaching. We love Coach Eric. Thank you, Coach. We're going to pivot back over to Tom King. Today, we're talking about making smart plays with your real estate and financing game plan. And uh, Tom, you know, sometimes the play doesn't go exactly the way we thought it would. That's right. <laughs> and uh, what happens? I mean, how is the best way to uh, to contest nicely if the appraisal comes back and it's too low for what you're trying to do? All right. Well, Joe, due to the firewall that you were talking about earlier, um, we can't even, and as an appraiser, I can't even correct a mistake until the mortgage company talks to the appraisal management company and opens the door, so to speak, for me to make that and send it to them. We can't just change an appraisal and send it in. Right. So let's get right. that out of the way first. And uh, the other thing to do is, is uh, one thing, be considerate. I'd say write a letter like you're uh, asking your boss for a raise. That would that would work nice. And insults don't don't do any good at all. So, <laughs> Attract bears with honey, right? <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. And getting back to it, I mean, I think one thing people do is that they get hung up on price per square foot. And what I mean by that, they say, well, I was in a house the other day, and the guy said, well, I think prices are going out here for a hundred and thirty dollars a square foot. Well, if you got a five-car garage instead of a two- or three-car garage and a pool instead of no pool and uh, some extras in there, you know, that really goes out the window. And uh, using price per square foot is not really the best way to do it. And the other mistake I hear people say is that they uh, search an area that's too small. Mm -hmm. So look at the area that your appraiser uses to search, and you say, well, that's that's way too small. Uh, an area. I mean, if you want a $250,000 house in Germantown, you don't care if it's east or west of Germantown Road. Uh, I hate to put it in local terms like that. Um, and that you just want something in Germantown. Right. And, right. and so you could search a wider area and maybe come up with some sales that the appraiser might not have uh, thought about. Mm -hmm. And that happened to me. I've, 
you know, I was talking to an agent and I said, you know, this thing's, you know, not looking real good. And she said, well, have you thought about this? And I said, gee, you're right. And, uh, you know, it ended up working out. So if you're going to submit the sales, most uh, mortgage uh, companies want a sale that is uh, listed in MLS. So it needs an MLS number and the number of days on market. Keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Mm-hmm. And for you builders out there, put your sales on the market. Put your sales, list them in MLS so we can use them as a right, sale. exactly. And so uh, uh, same for, for sale by owner. If you're the selling agent of a for sale by owner, put that house in MLS, and that helps us out a lot. So those are a few of the tips. And uh, uh, usually when, I, when I'm making my case or sometimes talking on the phone, I'll, I'll say, well, well, your house is $150 a square foot, and everything else is $130 a square foot. Or your house is at... Three hundred and fifty thousand, and the highest pro- house I could, the sale I can find is uh, three ten, and and those are those are times when it's really tough to get it. You know, Tom, go back to something you said a few weeks ago that uh, I've, we've actually pulled a rabbit out of a hat with this one. On one of the pages of the appraisal, there is a section there that talks about how much that area has gone up in value over the last. You know, three months, well, the last six months, nine months. That's right. That's right. And if that area has been going up in value, say, 5% or 10%, and the comps, the comparable sales that the appraiser used to uh, to calculate the value on our property, but those comparable sales sold nine months ago at a low, this low price over here, but you've shown us on this page on this appraisal that the values in that neighborhood have gone up you know, like 7 or 8% over the last eight or nine months. Can you make an adjustment on that? Yes, you can. And what? let's just say, I, I know it's hard to talk figures in this, but say the median sales price seven to 12 months ago was 100000 and uh, uh, three to six months ago it was uh, 105, and now it's 112, 115. Well, you can deduct that the values have gone up about a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So, if you're using a sale that say closed in uh, August, you can you can apply a four thousand dollar adjustment to wow. that. And a lot of people don't know that. Yes, so you can find that in the ten oh four MC report in in just about every mortgage loan appraisal that we have, and see if the appraiser did it. Said, hey, values are going up, and you used a nine month old sale. You need to make an adjustment here right. of nine thousand right. dollars. That, like that may said, be the difference between yeah. uh, uh, making it work and not making it work, and it's an it's an easy fix, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's a really that's a smart play. <laughs> that's a smart play. You're right. You're well, let's right. talk about repairs because one of the things that I see trip up both sellers and and buyers right now are uh, everybody gets in a hurry. This is a very fast uh, has a lot of velocity. This market we're in because of the competition. But let's say I'm a seller and I know that I've got some structural issues like peeling paint or um, rotted wood or roof that's not not uh, not exactly working right. It's missing shingles. It may even have a little leak to it. You know, what we see on the mortgage side is when the appraisal comes back and that appraiser has to mention these things that affect that house, those are considered structural problems that affect the habitability of the home. An underwriter, mortgage underwriter, is going to uh, require those repairs to be fixed before closing. Who's going to pay for it? 
those are the kind of things that would be really good to know going in on that first contract, the first offer that's written, rather than waiting two weeks or a week before the home inspector comes back with a report. Well, that's right, Joe, and uh, you're getting into that. And I've seen houses where, say, they just put a new roof and the old roof was leaking. And now you look up in the ceiling and you see uh, water, you know, water damage in the in the in the ceiling where the roof used to leak. Mm -hmm. And I can look past that most of the time, but it's still it. We might have to take a picture of that if it's bad and let the underwriter see that. And the underwriter has the call of of making additional repairs that that what we might require. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's not always us. But some of those repairs are peeling paint, rotted wood, uh, leaky roof, uh, broken glass. If you have electrical or plumbing or uh, heating and air systems that don't work, um, those are things that are going to trigger and be noted on the appraisal. So those are the kind of things that you definitely want to handle with the first time you go through and, and, and uh, negotiate that contract. That's right. And and look around your house. You know, the only time you look at the, I call it the blind side of your house, opposite the driveway, sometimes is when you're cutting grass and then you're, you're looking down and uh, you might not notice. I mean, I, I was at a friend of ours house and I said, did you know that your house needs paint here? And she said, we just paid to have it painted, and they missed that. <laughs> and uh, I, I said, that's amazing. We had it painted a month ago. And I said, and you never saw this. It's in the front of your house. Mm-hmm. Well, we always come in through the carport of the garage. So yeah, uh, The other thing is is um, holes in the sheetrock. You know, sometimes that door jam doesn't exactly Or that doorknob right. hits the, the doorknob. Is, yeah. That doorknob will hit, hit a hole in the, uh, the sheetrock or thing like that. Drainage. And, and we, we take a picture of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, all that has a lot to do with what we uh, – you Foundation know, repairs. Because huh? the, the appraiser is the only person that really goes to the property that, that uh, the underwriter, I mean, the purchaser and the seller, all the that. But we're the objective people that do it. And we have to paint a picture of what that house looks like. That's right. Well, in cosmetic stuff. In the form of an appraisal report. And, yeah, you you do very well at that, and uh, we appreciate all of our appraisers out there and underwriters as we're talking today. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area, but wherever your mortgage journey, I would love to be on it with you. You can give me a call, 901-482-0354. And, Tom King, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901 901- Eight seven six nine eight nine. All right. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing with you a couple stories of some star rock star uh, clients that I have that have made some very smart plays. They've got bragging rights. I'll be sharing with you their story and how they did it. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Six hundred WREC and ninety two point one FM. I'm Rob Drawn. And I'm Shelley Rothman. And, and we're, we're with, with Griffin, Griffin Clift, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer. We're located in Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner.
well. That's right. Today we're talking about makes, making some smart plays with your real estate and your financing game plan. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can subscribe. We'll send you our Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes every week. And we've got in our studio today Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. And Tom's been in the business uh, over 40 years. He's been doing this. So I think he knows a thing or two. (laughs) I hope so anyway. (laughs) And uh, if you missed part of the show, you can go back Monday and check us out on jogarner.com. Just click Mortgage Loans blog. You'll see this show and you can hear it all again if you want to. But um, right now, I'm just going to kind of cover some uh, some things that you can do to make smart plays on your mortgage. If you're buying a home and you need to borrow some money. Or refinancing. I mean, it's a great time to refinance with the uh, rates going low. Oh, yes. We've done a lot of refinancing So have right I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that's a smart play sometimes, especially some of these uh, clients who have had these double-digit interest rates on uh, credit cards. They've had some emergency happen in their family. They're not continuing to add to those credit cards, but they, they want to refinance, do one mortgage with one low fixed rate loan, incorporate all of that other debt, get rid of the double digit debt, and then we work on a plan to pay that mortgage off early. So that's yes. a winning play. That's, and another winning play is to pay just a little bit more than that minimum payment. And that's right, knock that, Tom. Knock that principal down a little bit. That's right. You'll score some points doing that for sure. Well, you know, the first thing, and you've heard me say this on Real Estate Mortgage Shop before, is evaluate your budget to determine what the maximum comfortable house payment is for you because the software on these mortgage uh, programs will allow you to go up to a 50% debt ratio. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be handcuffed to my house. That's a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, so go through your bank statements, your credit card statements, your, your income statements, and look and see what is it that you're really making and what are you really spending. And I can just about get guarantee you you're going to be shocked when you figure out what you're spending Um, there are ways that you can still live a wonderful life and not have to spend on certain items but find out what it is that your personal comfort level is and don't go over that evaluate what your maximum is that you can spend on a down payment and still keep an adequate emergency fund in case of emergencies things happen fumbles happen in life and we have to compensate for that but um, one of the things that I've really worked hard with uh, people who are self-employed and first-time home buyers especially they don't have a lot of money that they want to spend on a down payment they want to keep their money working for them in the case of a self-employed person in the case of a first-time home buyer a lot of times they just don't have that kind of money but they want to start earning equity for themselves buying instead of throwing that money away renting so use OPM and OPM stands for other people's money that way you can keep a lot more money in your emergency fund there's some great programs out there that will help you do that one of the biggest miss um myths out there is that it's going to be 20 percent minimum down to buy a house that is not true so many of my clients that can get in for nothing down three and a half percent down three percent down five percent down there's some wonderful government programs out there fha there's some conventional programs three percent down of course you have to pay a little bit on the closing cost and maybe you might have to get the seller to help you a little bit so you're going to have to play some smart plays 
to make sure that that seller wins too, win-win. And, you know, Joe, that's the advantage of having an experienced agent that can help you through that and and, and an experienced loan officer too that will give you the strategy to say, hey, this doesn't look like it'll work. Well, it can work if we do this. Yeah. And What uh, does the seller want? What is it that that yeah. seller wants and will it fit? in the way we can make our offer. Tom, that's an excellent point. There's all kinds of down payment assistance programs. In Tennessee, there's Tennessee Housing Development Agency. We've got in Memphis, City of Memphis, Shelby County down payment assistance. There's a rural housing loan, USDA. It's a 100% loan. You know, it's out in the not-so-populated areas, not way out. You might be surprised. There's the veteran loan. It's one of the best loans out there for our military veterans. There's other programs. You can, If you're in another city other than Memphis, you can Google down payment assistance and then put in and, you know, on the search bar, your city and state, and you just might hit the jackpot. There is a um, site called downpaymentresource.com. You go there, and it'll tell you what, what all the down payment assistance programs that are available in your area. But uh, if you don't know where to get the money to come to come to closing to buy that house, then give me a call. I've got some magic shovels, and we will go treasure hunting. <laughs> you might be amazed at where we can find money to put down. Cash value and life insurance. Some people borrow against their 401k, not take the money out, but just borrow against it. Uh, some people use an equity line of credit on another piece of property that they own to put down on the next property so that they can have the payment and structure they want. They may resell the other property later, but hey, it's called substitution of collateral. It's a neat little trick play that you can use to get you where you, from where you are to where you want to go. Um, anyway, there are so many, there are just myriad of places that you can go. Gifts from family. If you're buying real estate, sometimes it's it's just a matter of bringing on a partner that can come in with you and provide the money down and you provide the renovation or something like that. And, you know, Joe, some of the things I do is, is uh, say, some I, I worked on one today, actually, that uh, where the people, uh, an investor bought a house and fixed it up and put a renter in there and did a pretty good job of it, and now he's refinancing. So naturally the value went up a lot. And he got a good deal on the house, and he's able to refinance that That's right. and pull that cash out, and then it frees up his money to uh, buy another one. <laughs> that's a smart play. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, the other one I would say is always create multiple exit strategies when you buy a house. You know, it's true when we buy businesses. You don't want to buy. You don't want to buy a business that's losing money. You're not going to make it on volume, and you're not. You're, you need multiple exit strategies for. Any major purchase that you that you make, I want to share a quick story about Brent and Bella Beaumont. Talk about multiple exit strategies. Brent and Bella had been renting an apartment in a neighborhood that seemed to be attracting more crime. When they first got married and moved into the apartment, the rent was less than nine hundred dollars a month, but now it was over a thousand a month. And when Brent and Bella got the news that they were going to have their first baby. The apartment, they realized, was just too small for their growing family. The payment was too large. Now, how are they going to find a bigger home with a smaller payment? They wanted uh, to be in a really good area where their children could go to the same schools that Bella had attended growing up. And the other challenge was that they had very little savings to put down on a house. The decision to rent versus buy, well, Brent and Bella didn't think they had a choice. 
but they talked with a realtor who explained to them that right now in the Memphis area, they really could find a bigger home in an area where they wanted their children to grow up. They really could have a smaller payment with less than $1,000 down. The realtor showed Brent and Bella several homes. They made several offers. Finally, the seller on a nice three-bedroom home accepted their offer and even agreed to pay the Beaumont's closing cost. Their realtor pointed out two advantages of buying the home they were purchasing. First, as their loan officer, I pointed out two more advantages that would give the Beaumont's not one, but multiple exit strategies so that they could never have to feel stuck. The first advantage was that the realtor pointed out was that the neighborhood where Brent and Bella had decided to buy home values had been traditionally going up. They'd been increasing over time. That meant that three to five years down the road, they could probably sell the home to buy another one and they would still make money. The second advantage the realtor pointed out after she researched the area was that the property the Beaumonts were purchasing was located in a strong rising rental market. If the trend of rising rent rates remained steady, well, the Beaumonts would also have a choice of buying a new home later on or using the property for income producing income, you know, like rental property, just in case the home selling market might have been tougher a few years down the road. The third advantage as their mortgage officer, I got to point out to them, was that they were using the FHA mortgage program. It's a government program. It's an assumable loan. That means if the rates went way up over the next few years and it was a bad selling market, the Beaumonts could possibly negotiate a very nice equity payment from someone who would be willing to qualify to just take over a low interest rate, fixed rate loan that had already been paid down for a few years. Three exit strategies for them. And you know, there are many, many other uh, strategies. We mentioned one earlier, and that was if you're a buyer, you want to make sure that the seller sees your uh, accepting your offer as a win, and part of that is to make sure that you have a very strong pre-qualification letter. So give me a call if you want to know how to do that. I actually had another couple like the Beaumonts recently who um, they wanted to buy a house in a very uh, competitive area. A lot of people were making offers. They couldn't make a full offer, so they wrote a letter to the seller and told them how much they loved the house and that they knew that the seller had children that had been uh, had grown up there and they could picture their child who they were expecting playing out in that backyard and then they took a picture the um, the husband and the wife with a little um, blue onesie little baby onesie they were holding between them because their baby hadn't been born yet and they attached that to the letter and they got their offer accepted yeah, that's right joe and, and i talked to a, a person that was a veteran and she made an offer and it was among many others and the seller was a veteran and he said you know what? I'm not going to take the highest offer. I said, I want to sell to another vet. And uh, she was just so excited, and she's excited every day about living in her house. So uh, it all it all works out. It all works out. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. In the studio, we have uh, one of our favorite people, and that's Tom King. And Tom King is an appraiser. And, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. Well, we're getting ready to go to break, and we will see you guys back in just a moment. 
WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. Well, you know, the Tigers are playing later today. Everybody's all excited. Go Tigers. And today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about making smart plays with your real estate and your financing game plan. But right now, we're going to take a moment and do something that we do almost every week. Well, now it's that time time of the week. What's that time is that, Joe? The real estate tip, tip of the, of the week. week. All right. <laughs> you know, we heard from uh, business coach Eric Urich earlier in Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. And, uh, you know, coach, we've still got coach Eric Urich on the phone. And um, Eric Urich, what is our real estate tip of the week today? And, it, and I know you're going to talk about business. And that's okay because a lot of us out in real estate are business people. Well, Joe, the, the real estate tip for the week I have does tie into the theme of today's uh, program. It's making sure that you're putting the right people on your team. So as you're looking for the right properties to invest in, make sure those properties fit what you're looking for. They are aligned to what you're trying to achieve, and that's going to offer your best uh, chance of success. Eric, Eric, and again, uh, how do we contact you, Eric? The best ways are either to give me a call at 901 901- Three four zero nine five five eight, or drop me an email at e e u r i c h at focalpointcoaching.com. Focalpointcoaching.com. Eric Urich is Talk Shop's awesome uh, business coach. He is a Kaizen Award winning coach, the coach of coaches, they say. So um, if you're looking for somebody to help you reach your goals, get from where you are to where you want to be in 2020, give Coach Eric Urich a call. Thank you, Coach Eric Urich, business coach Eric It's Urich. good to hear from him, isn't it? Oh, it always is. I love, right. love hearing, hearing Coach. Well, we've got some Talk Shop announcements, and Talk Shop offers free networking and education. And uh, for anybody interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness, Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. And check out the website for event locations. You can go to talkshoppe.com, talkshop.com. Come equip, engage, and empower your business with us. Well, as we said, the Tigers are playing today in the Cotton Bowl. Go Tigers! That's right, Go. Joe. We've, we've got our blue it's very on up exciting. here. <laughs> we all wish our listeners a happy and prosperous 2020. Happy New Year! Invite you to uh, subscribe to J- to uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and you can get our Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with uh, show notes conveniently every week in your inbox at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. Got a quick quote corner, a uh, little quote from Mike Norvell on his coaching philosophy, and that is, are your habits today on par 
with your dreams for the future. Yeah, and Joe, th- that reminds me of, uh, you know, just my philosophy. I've got a goal, and right now I'm working real hard to, to it, and it's to pay off part of my house. And that might mean eating at Wendy's instead of a Houston's restaurant or something, or, <laughs> oh, I hate to throw, or, or some fancy restaurant, or uh, uh, bringing your lunch two or three days a week instead of spending 15 or $20 uh, on lunch. Uh, you can start your plan, work your plan, with doing very small things, uh, maybe trade in that car that gets 12 miles a gallon for one that gets 30 miles a gallon or something like that, <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe scale down a little bit. But you can you can do some very small things, and it always adds up. Just think what $40 a week if you save just by bringing your lunch. You know, that's true. Two or and three times. It, a few years ago, we had uh, somebody at Talk Shop and here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop that talked about the power of vision boards. And so I started one, and it is amazing. I have pictures, very specific pictures that I have on my vision board that I see every day in my house. And I have, I have to remind myself of the why, the reason that motivates me to push pack push past my comfort zone so i hear what you're saying tom about that and that's right and again we're getting ready for the tiger game and we just i tell you what i was thinking about that on the way over here and (laughs) the university of memphis has the best football team in the state how how often have we been able to say that so proud of them i'm so proud just wonderful and uh we wish them the best on this uh cotton bowl victory they're going to be playing in the uh, att stadium where the cowboys play and uh it's 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 just a really exciting time to to let this i mean i hate to see courts Coach uh, Norvell go, but you know we've we've gone through some other ones, and I think I think Memphis is a rising star. It's it's more than football. Uh, our next coach will be a ambassador for the city, and. I, I just think good things are good things are happening. They really are in so. Memphis, even in the real estate market. We're just we've got some tremendous momentum going on right now. But we'll be talking about that on some shows coming up on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us this Saturday, and uh, we hope that you'll you'll meet with us again next Saturday. You can uh, connect with me. I'm Joe Garner, the host. Nine zero one. Four eight two zero three five four, and how do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at nine zero one four eight seven six nine eight nine, and go Tigers! Yeah, go Tigers! Let's go play ball! All right, <laughs> see you next week.
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.